Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Oh, you know, just another another day in Southern California paradise. But I think, you know, everything's a lot better by you than it is by me. So we're all good. Uh, life's good. Happy Hanukkah, Larry. Happy uh, holidays. Merry Christmas. All of it. It is that week of the year. Uh, we're so excited. I hope you've had a fantastic holiday by the time this uh, podcast is released. We'll just be knocking on the door of 2020. And uh, it, is, it is such an incredible, exciting time of the year. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that this week of the year is my hands down favorite week of the year. Time for planning, self-reflection, family, great food. All of it is going to be a good week. And uh, just on behalf of of the podcast, we just just want to say thank you. It has been an incredible year this year, making new friends and getting to know people all over the world who have a passion for being authentic and selling from the heart. Yeah, oh, I, I I was just listening and I'm like going, okay, so here we are, we're knocking on the end of a decade, mm. and maybe I'm getting older or something like that. But I go, I'm trying to remember what the heck was I doing in 2010, and I'm like going. I'm trying to rattle the freaking cobwebs, Daryl. And I'm like going, <laughs> I know where I was, but I don't know. Is it, what's that a sign of? I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we want to go there, Larry. But <laughs> I'm, up, I'm open for some therapy. Sorry, Tia. It might be some therapy time right now, but. <laughs> hey, I can jump in on that too. <laughs> you know, it's actually kind of funny because I just finished a great book uh, called What's Best Next. And the author of that book, uh, actually came out with a, uh, a a training on how to plan, not your next year, but your next decade. And so I'm diving into that over the next week in terms of getting vision for the next 10 years. Why not? It's fun. Speaking of uh, vision and exciting things, I got to say, Larry, congratulations. I just got the notification this weekend that Selling from the Heart is in the top 100 sales books of all time. Congratulations. I, you know what? Thank you. I mean, I, and well, for the listeners, you might know me, but you may not know the real me. I'm having a hard time with this one because I actually, I didn't even know somebody sends me a message yesterday and I tell my wife, I said, Hey babe, come here. You got to check this out. What the heck is going on? Right. What's somebody want me to buy? Cause that's the first thing. Isn't it interesting? That's the first thing, first thing did, right? Skepticism. Okay. Somebody's roping me into something, asking me to buy something. And then I started to look and I'm like going, oh my God, there's some like people I look up to and admire. So it just goes to show you, you know, I didn't know what to expect, you know, in writing the book. I just poured my heart into it. I, I, I shared what was on my mind. I shared what was on my heart just based on my decades in sales and the message is starting to resonate. So all I got to do is say thank you. I'm, I'm truly wowed. Yeah, it really is uh, exciting to see. And, and I think the concept of authenticity and bringing your heart to what you do in sales is resonating all over the place. And I got to say, today's guest 
is like right in line with that. And we are going to, we're about to have a uh, fantastic, incredible year ending conversation. So Larry, why don't you introduce our guests and let's dive in. I will. Hey, but before, before we get there, I just have to say, Hey, our listeners, it's Tia Christensen's birthday as we're recording this. Happy birthday, Tia. Thank you. Thank you. I feel so honored. We've got, you know, top selling book and my birthday and the holidays. What a time for celebration. But I got to back up on this one because I, uh, Tia and I, uh, actually our past, we haven't crossed, our past just crossed not too long ago. So Tia had reached out to me based on a, on a, on a referral and Tia within the last 60 days had put together an authenticity series podcast and we had spoken and got to know each other. And she goes, Hey, would you like to be on the podcast? I said, absolutely. I would, I think it'd be great. And we just, we hit it off a lot of like mine. She's so in alignment with selling from the heart. And I go, you know what, what, why don't you come on the podcast? Not knowing it was her birthday. I said, Hey, you want to come on on this date? And she goes, absolutely. It's my birthday. So I said, well, great. So without further ado, Tia Christensen, welcome to selling from the heart. Thank you. I really appreciate being here and Daryl and Larry. Uh, what, what a festive time to be having this conversation. And uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, we're so glad you're here. And, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. And I think the question that all of our guests get at the beginning of the podcast is really going to set this conversation up well. So what does it mean to you when you hear the words selling from the heart? What that means to me is really... You know, Larry, we talked a lot about this on the online summit that I did is like, it all boils down to authenticity. And Larry, you even discuss that and talk about it in your book too, sort of in the very beginning, that when we're able to uncover and connect and ignite our authenticity, that is always coming from the heart. And I have a couple of different pathways that I work with, with clients to get there. But really what it means is just really being, being connected with your heart so that what you're speaking, what you're thinking and your way of being, like how you present yourself, how you show up is heart powered because our hearts have been awakened and it's the opportunity and the ability to really connect with other people, not from a place of, Hey, I have this widget. You just got to get it because it's so important. It's going to change your world. Uh, and I know that you talk about that a lot and the other guests have as well, that that's such an old paradigm and it, it doesn't work and it hasn't worked for a long time. However, when we take those moments to really get to know each other and to really hear what each other are saying and be true to who we are, it's that relationship that will always help you um, meet your bottom line. It'll always help you with success and success I believe we're, we are defining in so many different ways now. Uh, it's not just about what's in our bank account or what's in our paycheck, but that success is being defined by how we get to show up in this life, our way of beating, our way of being, how we are leaders in our life and how we are leaders in the world and how we elevate others around us so that we can all be successful. Yeah, no, and that's very well said. And the, and the one thing that I would... I would challenge people to do, and Tia, you just said it so eloquently, is, you know, it all starts with getting to know ourselves, and it's that struggle internally, because, you know, authenticity, if you ask a lot of people, let's say, well, authenticity is a buzzword, right? It's just, it's just a word that gets chucked around, and quite frankly, I would agree, 
but it's when you know internally who you are. And it's why I wrote selling from the heart the way I did, because I saw the struggles inside sales teams all over that, you know, we do so much with salespeople to help them improve around knowledge-based things, around products and solutions and all that stuff, which I know is important, that mm-hmm. we fail to look inside of who we are to bring the best version of ourselves to the table. And then when they find that authentic who they are, that I think that's when things start to take off. I really agree. You know, it, it goes, I mentioned it before, but it's that, that personal connection. You know, we all have those people that we've met in life where we just enjoy their company. Mm-hmm. And gosh, when they pick up the phone or there's something going on, it, we're, we're enrolled even before they've even asked us what it is. We're just in, you know, Larry or Daryl, you call me for anything. I'm enrolled. I just need to see your, your name come up on my phone. And I'm like, I'm a yes because mm-hmm. of our personal connection that has been built upon um, that authentic way of being, which is all heart-based. Both of you gentlemen and, and the community that you've created and everyone who's been on this show are all coming from the heart. Yeah, which really brings up the topic that, that we want to talk about today as we get started is how do you, you mentioned awakening your awakened heart, awakening your heart. Um, which is, you know, really intriguing because if your heart is not awake, if you're not, um, awake and alive in that part, um, how can we sell from the heart? How can we be authentic in our relationships? So I'm curious when you think about the process or the journey, probably is a better word of awakening your heart. Um, what are some of your thoughts in terms of how we can go further down that road? That's a really great question, and uh, Daryl, it's, it's a deep topic, and so I'll, I'll keep it brief <laughs> and top line. Uh, so for me, in the way that I work with people, there are two paths here. Uh, mm-hmm. I am also an energy healer and a Reiki master, so for me, there is an aspect of awakening our heart, which is energetic, and that can be done in a variety of ways, and it really depends upon where each person is at in their journey. It could be through yoga. It could Mm -hmm. be through, there are people who work out a lot, who really connect with their body Mm -hmm. and their heart and their higher selves and their intuition in those moments. Uh, It can be done through uh, meditation, through Reiki and various other energy healing components. And there is another element to that as well. And that is, Larry had mentioned this before, like really getting to know ourselves really getting to understand what are the beliefs under the water? What are, what is that background program that's running around in our mind that got planted there as we grew through life and which of those stories no longer serve us and are actually just there hindering us from being able to move forward now. Uh, before we began this, this podcast, we were chatting a little bit like perfectionism is a mm-hmm. great story. And I know I'm a recovering perfectionist and that's something that okay, a lot of people- I am, I'm not a recovering <laughs> perfectionist. I'm struggling with it. Tia, sorry. <laughs> just going in. And perfectionism is just fear in disguise mm. because if it's gotta be perfect, we'll work on it and we'll work on it and we'll work on it. Until next year, next month, 
until the next sales cycle. And that keeps us stuck. Now, I'm not saying that you just want to publish a book and have a bunch of errors in it. But there's that, that side to it that does keep us stuck that always goes back to fear. So discovering those stories, releasing the fear, and being able to move forward is another great way of awakening our heart. Um, for me, there are really three main sort of tent poles, if you will. That is uh, uncovering and igniting our intuition. It's also uh, igniting our creativity. And creativity means a lot of different things. It doesn't mean that you necessarily have to be a painter. It doesn't mean that you need to know how to play guitar, but maybe you do, or maybe it's something you've always wanted to do. There's creativity in the way that we speak with each other and, and so on and so forth. And then authenticity, just dropping down into who am I? Who am I truly? Who do I want to be? How do I want to show up in this world? And yeah, so they all ladder, ladder up upon each other. There's something you just said that that I really wanted to see if we can peel peel back a little bit, because I think it's where a lot of people struggle, whether this be face to face or in the world that we live in today, where, you know, technology plays such a key role in this is you said the creativity around having conversations, I think is what you said, or and, mm -hmm. and so forth is I, I'm a big believer that a lot of people struggle with this. A lot of people, I mean, I just love having conversation with people. It doesn't matter where. I mean, my wife and I were out this past weekend and everywhere we go, she knows it. I will engage in conversation. I will find something. I'm always upbeat around it. So, you know, what would be some of the things to really key in on when, when we start talking about creativity and conversation? Hmm. I, I really like to ask people, what's lighting your fire? What's your vision? And that was actually one of the things that you started our conversation with. Yeah. And I think it's just a great way. You know, there's a, uh, a default of where do you work? What do you do? Right. Where did you go to, where did you go to college? Those are very traditional conversation starters. Mm -hmm. It's far more interesting, in my opinion, to ask someone, hey, what's, what's really important to you? Mm -hmm. What is your vision? Great. You might have a business plan. What's the, what's the why underneath that? Why is that important to you to hit your numbers, to take your company to the next level, to grow your sales team, to take your product or service and expand it out into the world? Because it's not about the money when you get mm -hmm. deeper into it. Why did you start? And there's create within all of that is creativity at the seed of everything that's been started is a creative notion about what we want to create in this life, how we want to change this world, how we want to make it better, how we want to show up, how we want to bring our teams with us and elevate them. And yes, help them get the bonus and help them get the promotion and help them have a better life. So I like to ask that question. And then I like to ask, why is that important to you? Yeah. I love that because I think um, to your point, Larry, starting conversations, especially in sales, we tend to be very, um, oh, get to the point, <laughs> bottom line, find the opportunity. You know, it's the way we're trained and conditioned, right, is to, to ask questions around the problem, the pain, you know, all of that. But but to um, to begin conversations in in a way where we we're looking to either take a deeper dive 
into that person's um, dreams, their desires, their motivations. These are the, this is all at the level of the heart, right? I think most of the stuff we are trained to do as sales professionals happen at the level of the mind, um, you know, just ROIs and problems and solving those things are all great, but to get to the why, um, you know, to get to the deeper, deeper motives, the deeper dreams, beliefs, desires, all of those things, um, which happen at the level of the heart. First of all, that makes the interaction so much more meaningful and fun than just, you know, solving the problem. It does take some creativity to drive those types of conversations. But, but I think, but I think, I mean, you truly have to enjoy engaging and driving in those type of conversations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And the more you do it, right. It it just goes back to maybe the first couple of times, you know, you know, this just doesn't sound right. I I mean, I'm going to get picked apart on this one, but the more that you do it, the easier it becomes. I mean, I just love it. I'll give you, I'll give you a classic example is uh, I was in Houston last week. And so on my way back to the airport with the Uber driver, I did this with an Uber driver and I had a 45 minute fascinating conversation with an Uber driver and I got what was lighting that guy's fire. Mm-hmm. And I engaged at the heart because the, and I could just tell he was freaking jazz because no one gets in the back and starts asking personal questions. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, how's the day going, but Hey, more importantly, you know, what do you get out of being an Uber driver? What led you down this path? Mm-hmm. where you're an Uber driver. And within the first five minutes, he's sharing his freaking life story and all that. I go, man, I high fived him after I got out of the, the Uber, the Uber. Ride and I said, you know, I enjoyed this conversation. He goes, not as much as I did. So I said, you know, it goes back to when, if you want to awaken somebody's heart, mm-hmm. start getting creative and engage. And we always say, you know, make it about them, but truly make it about them and mean it and watch what starts to happen. People want to be seen. And when they're seen, they light up and that fuels their heart. It's the person walking down the street. It's, I always ask anyone who um, serves food or beverage or whatever, I always ask their name and I use their name and I say, thank you because it lights their fire. It engages them. They, they, my gosh, this person sees me. They care about me Mm -hmm. and And that awakens our hearts. And it's unfortunate because it's not, it doesn't happen all that often. So when it does. It, it, yeah, it, it surprises people. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it actually, it actually does. Yeah. It's so strong. I, you said earlier that one of the, the key uh, parts of the journey and maybe it is the journey is getting to know ourselves. And um, Larry, I know one of the things that you put together with Selling from the Heart that a lot of our, our listeners have benefited from is a self-reflection journal. And we're always, you know, we're always talking about self-reflection on this podcast because I think that that, those, that time spent, that effort, that, that consistent um, just diving into asking the questions of who am I, what makes me tick, and you said earlier, um, you know, what stories no longer serve me? Uh, those are fantastic questions in terms of connecting with and awakening the heart. 
I'm curious though, when you think of, of sales professionals and, and, and the world that we live in right now, what are some common examples of stories that no longer serve? Like what, what is it? What's a great example of a, a story that'd be really good to either get rid of or rewrite inside the mind of a lot of sales professionals that you've worked with? I know what my customer wants. I know. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Yes. How do you know, unless you've asked them what their vision is, what's lighting them on fire and why that's important to them. Sure. To go all the way back, Larry, like Uh sure. They might need a copier in their office, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know, (laughs) however, what's, what's the bigger piece there? Right. Hey, and, by the way, by yeah. the way, T, I was trying to get rid of the past and you just brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I still love you though. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, it might seem counterintuitive <laughs> because you, if you have a particular product and you're walking in and you know, and it's this pen, and this pen is the best pen ever. Gosh, why, what would be important about that pen? Maybe mm-hmm. that person takes that pen home or uses it to write a note or a letter to someone. Mm. You, you don't know what the pathway is for that. So again, it might seem counterintuitive, but yeah, let's ask them what their vision is and why it's important because we don't know why that product or service, what it can solve for. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's one. And I, the other limiting belief is really around uh, what's going on on the deeper level with us. In terms of, you know, I mentioned perfectionism. Mm-hmm. That's, that's another one. Or um, we might be on a deadline because it's Friday afternoon. It's before the holidays. Or let's take today. It's Monday, the 23rd. Mm-hmm. It's just before the holidays. There might be some people who are just like that last meeting or that last phone call. Your end is coming up. And we're, we're on the go, go, go. We've got deadline to meet. Just take a step back. What's going on with that other person? Mm. and and really engaging with them and the belief around that is that we get stuck in this process of being attached to our own outcome mm-hmm. and we forget there's another person involved in the quote-unquote transaction okay so i want our listeners to pay attention to what tia just said as there's about a week left before the end of the year so attention to all salespeople that are out there right it's not about you mm. and attaching, you know, that dollar amount because you're, you know, you may not be on target or something like that. Take a step back and go, okay, what did I do throughout the year that got me to where I'm at instead of doing what you're going to do now? Yeah. Well, I think it's a poignant point right now because at the end of the year, because there is such a focus, right? We got to get business in and there's this like mindset and maybe this is just me, but I don't think it is that I'll get around to developing relationships later, but I've got a goal to hit right now. Well, guess what? There's always a goal to hit. There's always a deadline. There's always, it's just the nature of the world that we live in, especially in sales. And so if we have that, that mindset that I'm going to wait until this deadline's passed and then I'm going to start engaging authentically, then I'm going to start diving into some of this stuff relational. Guess what? It's never going to happen. And, uh, you know, part of that is, is to say the time I should most be focused on, um, taking a deeper dive with people, asking the why questions, 
connecting with my heart and the hearts of others is right now. <laughs> in fact, it's the only time you have, right? Is right now. And and so uh, kicking the can on this thing because it's the end of the year, end of the week, end of the month, end of the day, whatever, um, you know, we if you, if you keep kicking that can, you're never going to get to that point of an awakened heart and all of the benefits that come along with it. Absolutely. And guess what comes after fourth quarter and year end? It's the beginning. Quarter. Of year. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. There's always another quarter. <laughs> zero. You're back to zero. Talk <laughs> about pressure, right? So yeah. that, that's the thing. I think we always have to acknowledge there's always going to be a deadline. There's always going to be a goal, a quota, a something that that needs to happen the real question is am i going to um live life am i going to do business am i going to sell with an awakened heart and authenticity or not <laughs> you know and if the answer is yes then the time is now right it's right now it's on on this very next conversation that you have um if you're listening you know in the car right now maybe you're driving to an appointment it's that very next appointment where, yeah, it may be in a year. Yeah. You may need to get an order and it may feel hyper inefficient, um, to, to be able to drop that question in like, what are you most excited about in 2020? But guess what? This is the time to do it is right now, because if you don't do it now, it's never going to happen. And imagine what it would be like if somebody asked, what are you most excited about in 2020? And everybody's geared toward their business response. Yes. And you went, Oh, what I really meant was in your life. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. What? Yeah, I'm going to buy all your pens. <laughs> so, you know, but this brings up a good point. And I just have to, I just have to say, because I know there's going to be listeners who are, who it's probably running through their mind. I know I get asked this a lot is, you know, when you start thinking about, you know, awakening the heart and authentically connecting. If you're one-on-one -on -one with people, they're going to always say, you know, I get it, right? I know I need to be doing this. But, right, the big capital mm -hmm. B-U-T comes up, which is then followed by it just doesn't sit well within my team or I know my manager may not like it and so mm -hmm. forth. How would you address that? Because, you know, me being me, I just hit it head on. I said, don't deviate from who you are and change because of somebody else. I promise it. If you continue down this road and you know that it's right in your heart, become that leader and become, you know, become that person inside your team who does lead with the heart and watch what happens. How would you address that to you? I'm just curious. Well, I would say, let's take a look at Martin Luther King Jr. He just wanted to be a preacher. And time after time after time, they asked him, come with us, help us. And he could have just said, yeah, you know, I'm just going to stay over here and do my preaching. Mm -hmm. But he listened to his heart and he started a whole movement. You know, we all know who he is. And I would say to, to bring it more current is that to stand in your authenticity, to stand in who you truly are will always pay off. And yes, it might be darn hard when you're thinking about going back to your team, to whomever it is that you report to. And that might be a huge challenge. But I promise you, when you are authentic and when you take a stand for what you believe in, and when that stand is to elevate and create the vision that you have for yourself, the world, your team, your company, your family, 
Mm-hmm. Everything flows from there. People will come to you. You will get opportunities that come out of the woodwork that you never even thought were possible. Those opportunities will lead to connections, which will lead to purchases, which will add to your bottom line. You become the person that people want to connect with. You become the person who's at the top of the phone tree. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the old days, the top of the Rolodex. You become the person to call. That is a priceless position to be in in people's lives. Yeah, it is. It really is. And that's the, you know, that's the, the beauty of authenticity and, and doing this hard work that we're talking about today and in really discovering your authentic self and, and, and awakening your heart. The beauty is it does pay off. We don't, it, I mean, it's, it, the motive is not a financial motive. It can't be. It's got to begin with authenticity. But at the end of the day, as you're saying to you, when you become that person that people want to interact with, the one they want to call and the one that's at the top of their list, good things happen out of that. <laughs> Great things happen out of that. And, and I think that, you know, that, that is a really good point um, in all of this, because I think sometimes um, people, and, and I know even, even I in my darker moments, uh, am, am, uh, you know, we'll ask that question, is this authenticity thing? <laughs> I mean, come on, really seriously? You know, this is fluff. Well, not really. Uh, because if you think about, you know, everybody wants that position of being the quote unquote trusted advisor or liked advisor, whatever that is, um, you get there through authenticity. You get there through being genuine and you get there from leading with your heart in all of this. And um, I just, I so appreciate you being a champion for this. It's so good to meet a kindred spirit out there. And I'm, I'm so excited about uh, all that you've shared with us today, Tia, and, and, and what you're doing. So I'm curious, and it's amazing to me that we've already bumped up against the end of this podcast, which I'm kind of bummed about. Uh, but if you could say one thing, uh, one more thing to a global audience of sales professionals that really are dedicated to selling from the heart, what would you say? I would say that when you awaken your heart, you claim your power. And when you are in your power, that's fueled from that heart space, the possibilities are endless and you get to change the world. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I'll throw an amen on that one. What's great words to end the, uh, the decade of selling from the heart. This will be published right before the end of the year. And, and Tia, I am so grateful for, uh, for all that you've shared with us today and, and all that you are. Thank you. Thank you from uh, Larry and I and all of our listeners from the bottom of our hearts. We really appreciate it. Well, Daryl and Larry, thank you so much for this opportunity. And to all of you, uh, all of you who are listening, happy new year. And I wish mm-hmm. you the most prosperous, abundant, loving 2020. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, till next week, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, awaken your heart, and most of all, sell from the heart.